On this episode of We're No Dam, experts Rebecca and Maddie share with you the updates to Glacier National Park's 2022 reservation system. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Maricela Hazard. And we're no damn experts. And also scared of our microphones. (laughs) It sounds like we are puppets right now. We're just barely moving, just opening the mouth up and down. (laughs) Don't get too close. Don't get too far away. We recently placed some orders locally, globally to update this equipment. So I think within the next week, we are going to record with video our podcast episode. Hopefully everything is up and running. So we can wave hi to the folks at home. But right now we're half updated, half original equipment. So that's why we're a little, a little worry, weary of our microphones. Yeah. So if you hear popping and crackling like a Rice Krispies commercial... It's us having cereal. So that's it. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what's happening on the show today. Last month, we shared with you that Glacier National Park released its press release of things they don't know. Right. Um, the golden ticket episode of how to get to Glacier and experience Glacier and have fun with it. So they did another press release. Oh, there's more information in it, but still not all of the information you need to know to make your plans or answer any little questions you have. Little. It's It's (laughs) It's just your vacation to Glacier National Park. So they're changing the ticket system. Is is this the topic for today? Yes. Okay. Okay. It is. (laughs) So we're talking about Glacier again and how to plan the best vacation to Glacier based on the updated information we have, which is still not everything. No, we're going to talk about their press release, and then we're going to imagine that you don't get a reservation and everything that you should do instead here in Great Falls. Okay, so we're going to go over this press release that came out February 4th. So we're a little behind, 10 days ago. We knew about it. You guys didn't. So they're doing... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The ticket, the ticketing system, that nomenclature, that verbiage, no longer in use. Oh. We're now going to do vehicle registration. Well, that makes a heck of a lot more sense. Initially, I read it as vehicle registration, not reservation. (laughs) So why is now Glacier National Park registering your vehicle for everywhere? Well, yeah. And if you've been on our website since last week, Wednesday, you're seeing registration. I will change that to reservation. (laughs) Because I was like, oh, this is a horrible way, but it does make sense. If you're going to say registration, I'm associating a negative feeling with the DMV. Right. Not their fault. No. But it's still negative. So I'm like, oh, this is negative too. Okay, it makes sense. <laughs> Word association. We don't trust the process. So <laughs> there's going to be the reservation system opening up March 2nd at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Okay. 
So Eastern time, that's 10 a.m. And this is for vehicle reservations. Reservations, yep, to Glacier National Park to secure your reservation for the Going to the Sun Highway Road and to the North Fork region accessible through Pole Bridge. Now, these reservations are going to be available at recreation.gov. And as we said before, you are going to want to create your account well before March 2nd. So you can just log in beforehand. And this is the same place you would have had to have done that last year. Um, Any of the services that you wanted to book, any of the reservation tickets, all of that was done through recreation.gov. So that's not new. No. We do have some phone numbers. You are able to call and try and do it that way if you're really old school. <laughs> Best of luck to you. I'm not going to read these. I'm just going to include them in the show notes. There's three reservation lines to call. but <laughs> Three different numbers? Well, there's a toll-free for U.S., then you have your international, and then you have your accessibility. Oh. Well, then that's not so awful i was thinking you know they've got three lines going into their office and you'll have to call one of the three numbers i wonder if the accessibility one won't be as highly Hmm. trafficked whatever that could be so if you know anyone and these reservations again open march 2nd 2nd is when you can start getting them but no this is going to be a huge number of people again high volumes you know internet crashing type of volume so be patient be kind be prepared yeah glacier national park and recreation.gov are about to break the internet so be aware of that they've done it before they'll do it again you're going to be able to make reservations for may 27th through september 11th for those three points we talked about before right or two in this one For the Going to the Sun Road, it's going to be the west entrance in Camas. You won't need one for St. Mary's until the road road is fully plowed. Which who knows when that will be. Just get a ticket, people. (laughs) So starting May 26, additional vehicle registrations will be made the day before. So you're going to have the long advance one of the 120 days in advance in a rolling window. Okay. And then you're going to have the day before ones that weren't sold. So <clears throat> starting in May, you get the day before tickets. So May 26th. Like May 26th. I want to get a vehicle reservation to do going to the Sun Highway for May 27th. I can do that on May 26th. No, because I'm going to just, you <laughs> in theory, but I'm just, the theories, it's gonna, you're not going to be able to, Rebecca, because the tickets are going to be taken. Well, more than likely. More than likely. But then here's my follow-up question maybe you know the answer to. On May 29th, I want to do a vehicle reservation. Will that open on May 28th? Yes. So that's kind of the system throughout the summer? Correcto mundo. Oh, okay. And we just want to remind everyone that recreation.gov is not a part of the Glacier National Park system. They're not the same. They're partners and they work closely so when you go to Glacier National Park and you complain about recreation.gov, they're going to be like, oh, shucks, sorry to hear that. But they're our partner. They're not us. I can't do anything about it. So just complain that the internet doesn't have enough bandwidth for everyone to want to go see the crown of the continent. Just preach to the choir. Nobody's really going to be able to do anything about it. Do they tell us how many tickets, 
how many reservations are available on the day before system? No, they do not. No, do they? <laughs> no, they don't. But I'm sure that information is forthcoming. We do have some answers to our questions that we had last episode, though. Okay. You mentioned that, hey, can I sneak in before 6 a.m. or after 4 p.m. and not need a reservation? I did ask that. So one vehicle registration per vehicle is required only from 6 a.m. until 4 p.m. So 4 p.m. because last year it was 5 p.m. Yes. So if so you, we got an early hour. Yes. So oh. you can sneak in before 6 a.m. And go in after 4 p.m. But as a reminder, they're doing that utility project throughout the summer at night. So it will limit your night activities there. Also, while the tickets are going to be open on May 2nd, correction, while the reservation system will be open on May 2nd at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, the campground reservations are not yet. They're looking at that to be the end of March, beginning of April. So to clarify, I think you said May. Reservation tickets are available March 2nd. March 2nd. But not for camping. No, those are expected to open at the end of March, beginning of April. We received a unique question from last podcast episode. Oh, we got engagement. We did. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they said, hey, I am, I'm going to do lodging here, this, that, and the other. Can I still use my lodging ticket for the going to the sun road? You can only have this loophole of I booked an excursion, an activity, or have lodging, and therefore I don't need a reservation. If your activity or lodging is located within the going to the sun corridor. Oh, someone got wise, huh? Yeah. They, uh... <laughs> I got wise to all these little people trying to get through the loophole. So the loophole's smaller, but it still exists. But isn't most so does like Lake McDonald Lodge work? Or St. Mary Lodge? I'm thinking yes. So if you're staying at Lake McDonald or St. Mary Lodging Properties, we don't like you because we're not getting funded by that. Um, but you would be able to go to the going to the Sun Road. <laughs> Um, and then my guess is like sun tours does a tour through going to the sun. That'll still work. Yes, that will. No, okay. I need, I need some help on clarification for the fair free park shuttle. It's going to operate this year. So unlike the 2021 shuttle, it will not require a separate reservation and it's going to be first come first serve. That's just a free shuttle that just runs from Apgar Visitor Center to St. Mary's Visitor Center. I think that is, <clears throat> I think that is the shuttle that takes you back. Like, maybe you took the bus from St. Mary to Apgar Village. Oh, and you left your vehicle at St. Mary. Maybe you think. Look at us not being damn experts. Wow, <laughs> we live up to our name. That's awesome. And I think that might be the shuttle that takes you back. If you don't want to ride the jumper all the way back to St. Mary. I think this would best go with a flow chart. <laughs> <laughs> or we could do a pick your own destination book. Like, yeah. Did you listen to where no damn <laughs> experts? This is your pick this for this ending. And then you got like five different endings to your story. 
That's what it's going to be this summer. So let's do more than likely you're going to have difficulty getting a reservation because if you want me to share some numbers, Glacier National Park has consistently been one of the most visited parks um, in the top 10 and visitation is getting higher by the year, especially the North Fork region. It had 20% higher visitation in August 21 compared to 2019. Ooh. Yeah, we're not talking 2020. So this is 2019. That's why they're using this system. And I know you guys are like, oh my goodness, they're greedy. It's no. $2. It's to run It's $2 and there's glaciers. And the more vehicles that are in there, the more emissions melt the glaciers. It's just to preserve it and, and to create a better experience. Yeah, you're avoiding gridlock and you're making sure emergency vehicles can get through. So it is needed. Um, so let's start this. Pick your own destination. Pick your ending. Let's say I log in. And you can't get your ticket. Okay. Guess what? There's other things to do. There is. Now, we'll caveat everything only one time. Glacier is pretty impressive. Beautiful. It is something you should do. Yes. But you will likely have some difficulty in making your dreams happen around Glacier. So, you can have a Glacier-like experience in the Bob Marshall Wilderness. Oh, yes. So here's what I'm suggesting you do. Fly into Great Falls, Montana, because we do have an international airport. We do, and it's got low airfares. And you can rent a car from there. And it's a reasonable price. And then you can drive your car to Bob Marshall and then lock your car and take on foot because you can't drive (laughs) drive anywhere. It's a wilderness, and you're going to get the experience that not everyone else gets when they go to Glacier with the crowds and walking on a sidewalk and railing. You're going to experience the wild the way it was meant to be. Yep. And it's backs up to Glacier. It does. It's the same landscape. It's really close. Super. I mean, except for Glacier doesn't have one of the seven national, um, seven global land features that can be seen Seen from from space. space. So the Bob Marshall has that, not Glacier. So there's that. Literally, Glacier and Bob Marshall Wilderness are separated by a highway. A two-lane highway, not an interstate. (laughs) So two-lane highway. So the figure that you can see from space at Bob Marshall Bob Marshall Wilderness is the Chinese Wall. And this is for all of you fanatics who are doing glacier and in, and doing it to hike, to see the backcountry, to see the scenery, to see the wildlife. Mm, Bob Marshall Wilderness Complex. Yeah, that's going to be your answer. Now let's say you're not ready for that kind of hiking immersion in nature. Yeah, you just want to maybe see some stuff from your windows of your car? Or you want to do some hiking that's not too far from my car. but Not too aggressive, not multiple days in the wild. And when I say hiking, there are some areas where you hike in Glacier that are, you know, in the main portions, main trails. It's more like walking. I think you probably get more exercise walking through like the mall in the holidays, mm. like dodging people because you're just moving <laughs> around. But we have this one scenic drive, which is super close to Glacier 2, is Swift Dam. Oh. And the water there is the same color of the water that you're going to see at Glacier. Yeah. Because if you've seen photos of Glacier and the pools of water, 
that are turquoisey and clear. I wouldn't even add the E at the end. That, they're turquoise. Yeah, that's true. They are stunning. Pull your car off on the side of the road. Take a picture of that. Like, gorgeous. That's the same thing at Swift Dan. And I know someone that went there. And guess what? You guys do too. Rebecca, I went there. And I got my paddleboard. And we're headed back up as soon as the weather is conducive to falling into water. Oh, so you mean the 50 or 60 degrees that we had the other day isn't yeah. good enough? Okay. Nope. <laughs> okay. I'm waiting for 65, 70. Okay. So how far is Swift Dam from Great Falls? Like a drive. <clears throat> it's about an hour and a half drive. Okay. So Easy. you get to Depuyer and you take a left. That's it. That's, That's all you need to know. <laughs> the sign is there. And then... You can't go any further. Once you get to Swift Dam, you're done. You can't go any further. And the wall from the pictures. Yeah. That's quite impressive. Yeah. I'll it, link the blog she did for us. It It is one of the most, now, a lot of gravel dr- driving. Okay. And I think we should probably just do an episode one time of the things you have to see from a gravel road. Everything here is gorgeous, but some things are even more stunning, but you're going to have to go on gravel to get to them. Yeah, that's just like Rock City. Yeah. It's a gravel road, and I'm pretty sure when we were driving there, because it's kind of hidden below eyesight, everyone thought I was lying. They're like, "That's it's not here. <laughs> you showed me a pictures of what we're supposed to expect, and nothing is resembling that. Yeah. So that's what... That's the same with um, Swift Dam. The road in is just, it's a well-maintained gravel road, but okay. it is gravel. And then you get up there and it's just, you're at the base of mountains. and Yes. You know, another easily accessible, I just thought of this. This wasn't even my original agenda to run down. <laughs> Highwood Mountains. Mm. Gravel road. Yep. It's like the last seven miles of gravel, I want to say. Yep. Easy to get to, plenty of parking areas to hit the trailhead, hop on, and you can bring your dogs. Let's talk about that. Okay. Glacier National Park, National Park. Yeah. There are limitations to what you can do with your dogs there. Yep. Leave them in the car. Pretty much that's what they allow you. They don't allow dogs on the trail. Nope. So there are other areas like state parks. That do allow dogs. Campground areas that do allow your dog to go with you. Because there's some dogs that are good off leash. Yeah. That listen, stay. Some. And there are dogs like mine <laughs> that, that do not. So you can have your dog off leash or on leash in these other areas. Um, and you won't have limited. And you don't have to worry about leaving your dog in a car and someone breaking the window <laughs> to delay it. Because it was too hot. Yeah. So the Highwood's great area. That's where um, you can see Big Baldy. That is a... A strenuous hike. You don't have to do that route, but still creek fishing opportunities in the mountains. Gorgeous pictures. You could also do it on your bicycle. Oh yeah. What chance it did. <laughs> you cannot do the Bob Marshall Wilderness on your bicycle. Nope. You can only have horseback and your feet. Yeah. So that's the kind of wilderness they're going for. <laughs> so Chance wrote a blog for us for biking. Oh yeah. It's amazing. Oh. I'm not sharing it until the new website. Ooh. We're getting stingy. Yeah. We're going to debut some blogs. With um, the new website. 
Yeah, we're redoing our website, guys. That's exciting. We're going to be floored. We're going to share biking in Great Falls and the surrounding area. We have an astrophotography how-to. We did that nature photography one with Tony Bynum uh, in 2020, and everyone loved that. It's still referenced because tons of our visitors come here for nature photography, but astrophotography, they get to know where to go and how to do it here, too. Which is awesome, because one of the things that... Um, I really love about this area is that you can go out in the middle of the night and just see the sky lit up. Yes. However, if you tried to take a picture of that, it wouldn't translate. Let me rephrase. If If I I were to take a picture of that, it would not translate. And so it's very hard when you can see that kind of thing, but then you can't capture it for someone else to experience. Yeah. So we'll have a recently awarded photographer share his blog on that and then hey guys i know we talk about glacier a lot but there's another national park right near us that does not require a reservation system yellowstone it's to the south so we're gonna have a blog about the scenic drive to yellowstone points of interest to see along the way and how to hurry your back your butt back up to great falls to enjoy what we have here so yeah lots of things coming for the new website that's going to be a fun blog. It is. And I think her husband's a really good photographer, too. So there's going to be good photos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the state parks that you can enjoy. We've already talked about sluice boxes. If you aren't an avid listener, we're going to need you to go back a few. <laughs> yeah. Just listen to our episodes on sluice box. There's just Roll With It, which is with Roland Taylor, another photographer who tells you everything not to do. <laughs> which is helpful. And then we have one just called Sluice Boxes State Park, and we talk about the history, how to enjoy it. Um, But again, it's about a 38-minute drive from Great Falls. Yeah. Cool, cool water, pretty colors. Really pretty. And it's the same rocks that you're going to find at Lake McDonald and Glacier National Park. And you can take pictures through the water like everybody wants to do at Lake McDonald. You can do that at Sluice Boxes because it's all clear. Yeah. So you're... You're really not missing out if you don't get to get to Glacier and you still want to go to Montana. Right. Because I understand wanting to get into the park and having that cool experience, but there's tons more ways to yeah. do it. And we we know, I mean, we, we've been to Glacier a number of times, but if you've never been, it's one of those things you just want to be able to cross off your list. You want to be able to say, I've been there, I've seen it. And then be like the rest of us going, yeah, it was nice, but look at all this other stuff you can do too. Can I share a story about a destination not in Great Falls? <laughs> sure. So I, I uh, snorkeled the Great Barrier Reef. Ooh. It was something cool. That's I'm pretty check cool. off the list. Not not the most impressive reef reef I've ever scuba dived. Oh. So it's out there. Everyone's famous. They want to go there. They want to see it. They want to be a part of that. Um, I've I've done better. I've had better experiences. And so I'm going to tell you that right now. Glacier, beautiful, awesome. But there are better, if not equal, same experiences you can have at lesser known places. Well, and another one that you just recently did, Our Lake. Seriously, Our, our Lake is terrifyingly easy without a child and terrifying for me with (laughs) With a child because of her terrifying mood that day but it is only seven miles round trip 
and it doesn't, it can go down to six miles if you don't do the mile hike around the lake, but three miles in, three miles out, and don't hike it as in your competition. Just enjoy the views. <laughs> Tons of switchbacks. Hey, also, unless you are in a race, enjoy every hike like you're okay. not in a competition. <laughs> I say that because when we did talk about our lake, for some reason, my husband and I had on the mind frame that we had to do 12-minute miles while rucking because <laughs> that's what we were used to when right. we were in this certain... We didn't have to do that. <laughs> no, you don't. So you do that kind of activity. You run out of water pretty quickly. But yeah, super easy, guys. And it can be done a lot longer or a, w- a bigger time frame than some of the hikes at Glacier, I would think. Yeah. I've only done it once. I'm going to do it again. Well, I'm looking forward to doing it. You're going to love it. Maybe not with my current spouse, but... Yeah. And you can only bring a horse up to a certain part. So So you're only following horses for a little while. Yeah. And then then it's just you. So our lake, stunning photos. Glacier-like water lake. And the views Mm. from those... Those trails, like once you're, you feel like you're not even walking on a trail. You're like on a cliff. I want to say it's the same cliff type of sluice boxes. Oh, like that narrow. Yeah. So it's it's not bad, but it's just the wide view, the openness where you kind of get a little reminder how small you are. <laughs> Which is what glaciers designed for. So yeah, you can get it at our lake. Yeah. And it's our lake. O-U-R. Okay. <laughs> not H-O-U-R. And it's not mine. No. It's not ours. It's our. O-U-R. Just Google it. Okay. Because <laughs> I texted a friend. I was like, hey, we're going to our lake. Um, if I don't come back, start your look there. Right. So, and then, the trailhead. <laughs> and she was very confused. She thought we owned a lake. <laughs> Then I came back and I showed her the picture. She's like, where is that? I need to go. Another disclaimer. We're telling you things to do, but we don't have the maps. We don't have the equipment. We don't go into that level of detail. So if you are new to hiking or you are new to reading maps, please visit with our partners at Bighorn Outdoor Specialists or at Shields to get you what you need and to be prepared, and to understand these are the trailheads, these are what the maps look like, how to read that so you're prepared to do that kind of activity safely. And at at every trailhead, there's the information board, little kiosk. Yeah. Hey, people read those. (laughs) Pay attention to what's on them. You really should. And you should get your phone out and take a picture of it to reference it later. There's so much information on that. And so when you're a mile down and you have a question, it's probably answered on that board back there. (laughs) If you don't know which way to go, it's probably answered on that board. Yeah. So do yourself a favor and don't be like me. Because we did that at Glacier last year. We didn't look at the head. We're like, oh, it's just a half mile. (laughs) Half mile with a lot of turns. (laughs) And then you're like, are we still on the right trail? We weren't. I did a hike with my aunt a couple years ago. She'd done it before, so I was just following her lead. Like, I had a map, but yeah. I, said, I said, wow, this is, we're getting kind of long. She's like, yeah, I don't remember this part. And I'm like, 
Is that because you've never been here before? And she's like, no, it's just been a while. And I'm like, okay, I'll pull out the map. Oh, no. That kind of that kind of worries me. So another one a little bit more near Augusta, a great little hike, is along the Dearborn River. Oh. And I will have to get you some additional information. I don't know if I've done a blog about this one, but that has a lot of amazing scenes on that trail. It follows the Dearborn, and it's like in rock ledges where looks like waterfalls looks like a canyon it's like nothing i've ever seen before and the water is clear it is bright and it is blue and turquoise i think what you just described is a photo that craig duff just took oh and he won a year like he won an annual award with that photo of that scene oh well he could have it is it's an easy hike um and when I did it, we just walked to where the Dearborn got really wide. Okay. And we didn't cross, so we just turned around and went back. So it was an out and back loop for us. But where that river got really wide, just like like McDonald, the rocks were clear. The water wasn't very deep, so you could walk through it. But um, very stunning and very beautiful. What does that say? Like, what kind of testament is that? That his photo is that good, and you described it that well that I can match them together <laughs> and go. I think I know exactly where that is. I do. Like, I can picture his picture in my mind. I haven't even been there. <laughs> and the Dearborn's a great river for float trips too. A lot it of places is. to put in and, and put out, um, both for rafts and kayaks. Yeah, I'm more the rafting type, so. Kayaking is fun. Yeah, it looks like it's a lot of work. Um, I, it's not that much. We're... I listen to Roland. Okay. <laughs> you know what's a bonus of staying here in Great Falls and doing all these activities? You get to return to our oh yeah nightlife. Okay. So maybe you don't like sleeping on the ground. No, maybe maybe glamping isn't really something you want to invest in either. Maybe you want a nice plush king size bed with freshly laundered linens. And you want a fresh breakfast, dinner, lunch, and a craft cocktail. All of above, right here in Great Falls. There's like a lot of places where you can enter Glacier or the surrounding area, and you're done for the day. They're like, now what? Yeah. (laughs) I guess I'll stare at the landscape some more. There's no internet or TV, which is great. Some people want to unplug. Yeah. But others want to go down and listen to some live music, have some good food, do have someone else do the cooking. Yeah. And relax. You do that in Great Falls. You can. Tons of events coming up this summer with concerts like three or four times a week at the Newberry. We have our farmer's market that's going to be opening up in June. Um, The Lewis and Clark Festival. Also in June. Also in June. Yep. The Montana State Fair. End of July, beginning of August. The Montana Roundup for sprint cars is oh. is happening in May, Memorial Day weekend. It's a three-day event. So wow. you can even go to Montana's oldest dirt track here in Great Falls for the roundup. The Ooh, yeah. look at all that. So no matter what your interest. Do you know they're going to have races here for the cars on the 3rd and the 4th of July too? I did not know that. Guys, this is like a, a special type track because it's that dirt kind yep when we had jason on he's like hey these are the different specifications 
So it's unique in its and of itself that this is left. This is how NASCAR started racing on this. It's outdoors, great view of the city, and they have those types of cars, the stock cars that are their own entity in a way. Yeah. There's something unique about them. All I know is that you're supposed to have a taco in a bag. <laughs> and taco <clears throat> taco in a bag's good. Okay, fine. We'll do you still have yet to do that? Yes, we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, well, that was a while ago. I thought maybe you'd embrace that. No, I have not. If you have, let me know. Um, (laughs) Or if you have any questions about what to do in Great Falls this summer or anytime you come and visit us. Right. You need help planning your trip to Great Falls and the surrounding area. We're your people to help. Unless you have a question about where is there to have breakfast, like a historically significant place to have breakfast. I don't know how to answer that one. Neither do I. I don't think there's any historically significant place. You know, Tracy's is probably the most historically significant breakfast place we have in town. I don't know what he means by historic, but I did tell him Tracy's and I told him that Harvest is now open for breakfast too. And that's just good food. So, But I can imagine like this is where Thomas Jefferson had his first breakfast or this is where the pancake was invented or I don't know. World's Lewis and Lewis and Clark didn't go out for breakfast, and Charlie yeah. Russell probably could have, but I don't yeah. I don't know if there was any particular place Charlie went to that is better than any other. Maybe we should have had Reggie Watts do a blog and oh. talk about historically significant downtown areas. Yeah, he's like I sat here, <laughs> and then I sat over there historically significant and then i went this so all historically significant you can give us a call at 406-761-4436 or send me an email at information at visitgreatfalls.org if you have enjoyed this even with the popping and crackling that you may be hearing you can go back and listen to all of our podcasts at we're where there was no popping and crackling <laughs> This is going to be a fun one to edit, but we are excited to see you here in Great Falls. Until we see your happy, bright, smiling face here in Great Falls, we hope you are planning for your next adventure to the base camp. Bye-bye. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of War No Damn Experts, we're hoping to have an actor in this studio. War No Damn Experts is produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Corda.